Hello, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 45 of How, How Married, Married Are You? you? first yeah okay mine is kind of somber oh no <laughs> it's actually not that bad but it was like for me it was a moment um the other day i was giving theo and raya a bath and uh theo like you know how the bar of soap gets really small and thin and it's breakable yeah to, to that point but like i try to hold on to the bar of soap for as long as possible as a whole piece because it just makes it easier when you're rubbing it into the washcloth. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was finishing up Raya, rinsing him off or whatever. And I was noticing that Theo was literally taking that bar of soap and just like breaking it. And so I got really frustrated. And I was like, Theo, stop doing that. Yada, yada, yada. Of course, my tone is probably a little bit more aggravated. And Theo goes, mom, does it really matter? Isn't what matters love? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing now because it's kind of like silly, but at the same time, it's like really, I felt like in that moment, like the Lord was speaking directly to me through Theo because I have a habit of making a big deal out of things that really aren't a big deal. And I saw like, you know how they have those, memes on um instagram and social media and it said something like um dang it i forgot what it said but it was basically about like crushing their spirit or like making something a big oh i wish i had pulled it up before but he spoke to me he was like i just felt like yeah you're right it's really not a big deal Mm. like i can the soap will still be just as effective broken as it would be in one piece. And when I put it in the washcloth anyway, it's going to break. And so, yes, I should just love you. And I do, but you know, I don't know. Theo was probably playing me in that moment. I know. But at the same time, he spoke truth. Yeah. You're better than me because I'm super childish. You are so And so I would have found a way to insult him in a funny way that just made it easier because sometimes like, you have like okay i'm gonna go in there i don't feel like playing games there's gonna, not gonna be any bubbles we're just gonna get through this and i'm gonna need that little piece of soap that i remember from the last time i gave you a bath mm-hmm. so you like I, I i think there's like definitely like okay maybe you overreacted but there is also a like yo sometimes a piece of soap is like all i have <laughs> Like I like I don't want to open up a new thing. Like yeah. I don't want to go fishing around at the bottom of the thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, so I understand. Like okay, yeah, don't make mountains out of molehills. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like that kid's a manipulator, man. He'll take you mm-hmm. for all you got. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing this thing lately with me uh, that I have been like I've been noticing. And he's been doing like this. Um, it's like they're stacking to see how far they can get. And then they'll, it's negotiating. 
basically. And so they'll be like, hey, dad, um, when we wake up tomorrow, can mm-hmm. we play the game? Mm-hmm. No. Well, well, after after maybe, <laughs> yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. so like every day I feel like I'm having to like, um, and, and I feel like the spirit of my parents are coming back in. It's kind of like, don't ask me anything mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> because I'm like, yo, I don't want to have to ask you, answer you until like, yeah, you get a yes. And then you forget what you said. And then the next day they're like, but you said, yeah, but you said, and then you look like an idiot because you aren't keeping your word. So they definitely, and they don't forget a thing. And that's why I don't, I always say no. And yeah. I always say maybe. And yeah. so like, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I, and I'll let them do it eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather go back on my word than say yes to something. And I don't really know what I'm saying yes to because <laughs> I'm not going to remember. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And especially before they could really communicate well, we were promising things we didn't know we were promising. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so um, it's just, I don't know. Like you just kind of, I'm having to be like, yo, don't ask me again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask me again, the then- the answer, the like, I'm. You're not gonna be able to play for play for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's been a lot of attitude in the house, mm-hmm. a lot of I. But dad, and roll eye rolling, and I'm like, even with who Anaya, are you talking to? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Anaya's the worst because she'll be <laughs> like, like Anaya, go eat your food. Ugh. And then the walk she does. Yes, yeah, it's just like boom, boom. But boom. and then it's like for me lately, I've been like, is she learning this from the boys or? I don't think the boys are that dramatic. Yeah. Lord. So it it seems like it's just a natural thing that she's picked up on, like that she just does. Because I'm like, you are a little extra with your. Yeah. Like all I asked you to do was push in the chair. And then she goes, yeah. Gosh. And then she goes, Daddy, you wooed. <laughs> you woo daddy that's a new thing i'm like what and i'm like so what i don't care <laughs> but it's hard like I, I already know that this is gonna be a fight a fight mm-hmm. to the end and whatever mm-hmm. um all right let's move on because after we do the words of affirmation i want to kind of say something okay as i kind of like talk about a little bit about last week okay the last podcast or whatever that was dramatic I um for words of affirmation because you know people always ask me uh why like you always ask me can you explain words of affirmation and I felt like this message that I got on Instagram was a really good why we want words of affirmation type thing okay um I'm just gonna read it and it's not the words of affirmation Glenn's going to play the words of affirmation, but this woman messaged me and she said, can I just say I love y'all? My husband and I have been going through a rough spot. I felt embarrassed because it will be nine years in October. And I'm like, no, it's supposed to be awesome right now. We are working through it. And your podcast has been one of the things that personally helped me. I'm not happy that y'all had disagreements, but to see y'all working it out, do a podcast together, even though you weren't completely reconciled, forgive over and over it just really blessed me and is a blessing and is blessing me and helped me remember other couples go through stuff throughout marriages. It doesn't matter if it's one, five, 10 or 20 years and we are no different. And so when I read that, I was like, yes, this is exactly why we we live our lives the way we do. Not even just this 
podcast that highlights our marriage, but also belief in fatherhood. We share our lives because we want to kind of, I don't know, help everybody else to see that like you're not alone in the things that you're dealing with. Yeah. To kind of give them a new, pers- a different perspective. Maybe it's different, maybe it's not, but another perspective of how we deal with things in our marriage, things with raising children, and just life in general. And so your words of affirmation are an encouragement to us to let us know that we're not alone. Um, yeah. And to also let us know that, I don't know, it just kind of like she further affirmed for me why we do the podcast. And so your words of affirmation help keep us motivated to, to do this. Do because this. like even like last week, like I, we were supposed to been do that podcast. Yeah. You're supposed to be eight weeks of he- ahead. Yeah. I'm trying to be ahead, <laughs> but I wouldn't talk to her. And I was like, well, maybe we just won't do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And the, the words of affirmation help to realize like, oh man, we're touching people in this season and in this season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people from this country and from this place yeah. and this state, uh, this state of mind, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, it, it really helps us to just kind of, keep you know the fire going and so what words this is words of affirmation uh and as we do these things we ask for you guys to call in to our um our google voice mail Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. you pull up the number real quick and then also if you follow how at how married are you uh on instagram you can also send us a voice memo there and uh also if you scroll down in the show notes of any of the podcast apps you listen to us on there's a link to leave a voice message as well on the ink on through the anchor profile um you got that number yeah where is <laughs> so it so sorry i gotta um memorize it hold on i'm so sorry i feel like it should be somewhere really basic i know but you know all right well hold on i got you let me just go let's go ahead and play the words of affirmation well right the now. phone number is right here right here right here phone number the phone number is 760-335-6643. Again, that's 760-335-6643. All right. And these are your words of affirmation. Hey, guys, I'm listening to the How Married Are You podcast and Hey, the call to action worked. I do not know why I don't just give you guys a message and tell you how much I enjoy your podcast and the messages that I get from it and just the appreciation and the full circle of God's love and what he's doing in the world. What he's doing in the world, how he's doing it, who he's doing it with, and that's you guys. And I love you so much. Take care. Bye. (laughs) I think she got uh, broke up in the end of the words of affirmation there, but uh, she did leave her name, but all I saw was B dot s dot so uh thank you so much for sending those words of affirmation um we are back from a very traumatic episode (laughs) was it traumatic it was very traumatic for me i felt ambushed Mm. did not mean to make you feel that way okay i i understand you may have not made me meant to but i definitely felt ambushed and so 
Um, we are going to talk about this. Okay. Not today. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about this on Friday on Patreon. Um, any of our Patreon supporters who are on Patreon or have, you know, just send us the questions that you have regarding the vasectomy, regarding the home birth and the rebirth, anything, we're going to go live. Um, Zach's coming through. Mm -hmm. We're going to do that. And we're going to, I want to have like a, a full discussion about why on Friday I canceled or postponed my appointment. And we're going to talk about what's going to happen from there with the vasectomy. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, yeah, I didn't go through with it, guys. And if you want to know how married I am at the end, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Um, okay. So today is Tuesday. Well, you guys will be hearing this on Tuesday. And so that means we are here for our non-married folks. And um, today I am going to share, I think we might have time for two of the emails that we got. Okay. So these are questions. These are like questions from who? from who? We, we gave you guys a name. Everybody has a name now. Oh, you remember? <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Y'all, we gave you a name. We have named our How Married Are You listeners and it is our bridal party, wedding party, bridal party, wedding party. The wedding party? I thought it was the wedding party. The wedding party. So women out there, you are the bridesmaids. And group and men out there, you are the <laughs> groomsmen. Yeah, but yeah. all together, y'all are the, the wedding, wedding party. party. So if you call in, you want to say, hey, if you want to see us, you say, hey, I'm a groomsman or I'm a bridesmaid. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> Glenn uh, came up with that. I'm going to give him all the credit. Well, uh, shout out to all our team. Yes. First of all, the, the Belief in Fatherhood. How many are you team? Maggie, Dante, RJ, and James. Yes. Squad, squad, squad. Squad, squad, squad. Okay. Um, sorry, we have the baby here, so I'm going to move him. I'll just put him flat. Okay. Um, so this email is kind of long, but it's an email nonetheless. So here we go. Thank you guys for being a black, open, and beautiful couple that loves the Lord because y'all are my representation and I hope children similar to me will look at y'all and see that it's okay to not be just like the world like I eventually did. Here we go. My boyfriend, 25, and I, 23, have lived together in his parents' house now for a year. I originally had my own place and we discussed not living together before marriage. And after changing our minds constantly, he decided he wanted to experience what it was like to live alone. At first, I was hurt because he was the one on the side of living together and took time to convince me, then decided to switch up and not even for God, but because of experience. However, I understood because I already was able to gain that experience. After agreeing on the subject months later, his mother suddenly wanted me to move in because she wanted me not me not me to not struggle with nursing school while working. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this paragraph correctly. They lived together for a year. Mm -hmm. Originally, she had her own place. So before they lived together in his parents' house, she had her own place and they had discussed not living together before marriage. But after changing their minds constantly, so meaning like going back and forth. It seems like at one point they did live together and then he moved out. And then now they. Because she said she had already gained that experience. 
I was already able to gain that experience. However, I understood because I was already ready to gain that experience. Okay. Right? I'm not really sure. This paragraph kind of got me a little bit mixed up. But the thing is, for the past year, they've been living together in his parents' house. Right. And she has already experienced living alone. But he is now wanting to experience living alone so he can experience, like, paying bills and stuff, I'm assuming. Okay, let's move on. Okay. I immediately thought it was a bad idea based off of me and my conversation with my boyfriend. But shockingly, he all of a sudden loved that idea, which annoyed me. What idea? Moving out? Living together? Uh, Not living. He wants her to move in. After speaking with him about our past conversation, he assured me that this was what he wanted. And like a fool, I agreed because I thought it will help us save. Okay, so this is moving in save so we can move out in a year and get engaged and start our life out right do you want to pause there and talk no let's keep going okay which was the agreement between me and him but i was wrong (laughs) she but is in all caps um we have been living together for a year and we both have broken our virginities although we try to stop pray fast read the word and abstain we always fail i don't regret giving it to him because to be honest, I always felt like he was the one that was supposed to have it. Mm. The ownership thing. Anyways, he says similar things as well, but I do regret breaking my promise to God. Anyways, I'm ready to be a wife and he says he is too. He's ready to be a husband. But whenever he speaks on it, he speaks on being more financially stable, having all his family there at the wedding, which are he doesn't speak as much as he did in the beginning. When I speak on slowing down and moving out, he speaks as if I'm breaking up with him and he says he doesn't ever want to live separate from me now that we are living together. Finally, we talked and he said by the end of the year, he will get en- we will get engaged, but he doesn't say it like he really wants that. Also living here, I noticed that his mom raised him to be reliant on her and runs to his beck and call, which makes me feel like if we were married, he wouldn't leave to cling on to me because he doesn't even attempt to now in a lot of situations he speaks on always living together like it's a good thing and when i disagree about living together always she reinstates that she will always be right here for her little king what she's called him once i'm not jealous of their relationship i want to be close to his mother because I want him to be close to his mother because I'm best friends with mine. So I know how special that is, but I also want him to eventually leave to cling on to me as well. So what do I do? That's a lot. It's so much. Maybe we don't have time for two emails. Um, Let's start in paragraph. Well. All right. Okay. I mean. I feel like this is all a statement of like regret. Right. So Mm. it's like she knows Mm -hmm. what she should have did. But now she's like, now that I'm in this position, where do I go from here? But maybe you should just do what you should have did. Yeah. And I think that like just to put it out there, I think everyone knows and maybe I'm like wrong in this statement, but I feel like a lot of us know that it's a bad idea to live with someone before getting married. I feel like that's a blanket statement. I don't know if that's true. If it's true that it's a bad idea. I think it's for some, I think it's for certain type of people. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like some people never get married and just live together. 
Yeah. And that works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't want to make a blatant statement like that. But I would say for someone who has a conviction <laughs> to like, I'm trying to hold on to something, this purity, this thing, like living together is not going to help that. Mm-hmm. Like whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just kind of like, it was just more convenient. Like the thing is like, the whole things like things of God is not are, they're not convenient. Mm-hmm. They require faith and that is inconvenient. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allow like that's where God works. And so I feel like when you decide that and, and I'm not trying to like beat a dead horse here because I know she already knows like this mm-hmm. isn't the right thing. But, you know, when you decide to give into those things out of convenience of out of counsel like you have no idea what is going to be birthed out of that. You know what I'm saying? For instance, let's look at, um, uh, Abraham and Sarah, right? Mm -hmm. So Abraham and Sarah were promised a child. Sarah was like, yo, sleep with Hagar. Mm -hmm. Who's my like younger handsmaid or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And birthed a child. But God had already planned for them to have a child eventually. It just wasn't in their timing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so this whole thing got birthed out of that. Mm. What What's happening right now was kind of like you weren't even supposed to see this interaction between his mother and him. So now all of a sudden you have fears and things are coming up that you weren't even supposed to have like images of. Mm. Like she was never supposed to gain like that much access and see Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or no? Yeah, I do understand what you're saying, but I would love to kind of get a glimpse of <laughs> someone's relationship with their parents before marrying them. Not be, not that it would be like a. Mm, maybe it would have been to make it or break it. Yeah, no, because it's like that. That that man is now a child in that woman's home. He's not a man. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like you're not even seeing him in his full glory. You're not even seeing him on his own. You're seeing him. As a child, as a ch- like mm-hmm. in, in a, you know what I mean, and so, and so like expectations are being born here, mm-hmm. where it's like you're also he's also seeing you see him, seeing mm-hmm. how his mom serves him, Jeez. and then it's like, yeah, this is how you're gonna treat me. Good lord! So it's like that just just by that one decision, yeah, like you've caused all type of like, I don't know where I stand, and so it's like it's like working for a church. You know what I'm saying? Like you join it, you love the church, everything, everything's oh, going yeah. great, and then you end up working for the church. You're like, oh my <laughs> oh, goodness, what is happening here? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like going behind the scenes at Disney World. You see all the cardboard and all the <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. I did not want to see this. Yeah. And so I think at this point, it's obvious what needs to happen. You need to move out mm-hmm. because of your conviction. Yeah. Whether it's comfortable or convenient for him isn't really on you. Yeah. Whether it's convenient for you, it's not on you. You need to leave. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree. I think she should move out. I think um, a lot of times women can like, um, I'm trying to find what she said. She's like, I'm ready to be a wife. And he says he is too. But whenever he speaks on it, he speaks on being more financially stable, having it all together, yada, yada, yada. And so I think what happens is a lot of times women will give men or make men feel comfortable or 
give them what they want and then they come to a place where it's like oh i'm comfortable with how things are right now mm-hmm. and so um if you want to take things to the next level well i still want to get these other things in order but there's no sense of urgency because they're already getting yeah. what they want and what they would get from the union yeah and so i think by moving out you are putting a sense of urgency like as a woman like sometimes it's our responsibility to kind of i don't want to say expedite things but kind of give a gentle nudge or encourage our husbands to um act i don't know what i'm trying to say but it's basically kind of like what i did which you don't like but when i was like i'm not going to i'm not looking for any teaching positions i'm done working and from that that wasn't the conversation well it happened i stopped i knew what i was doing but you didn't communicate it (laughs) anywho i knew what i was doing and from that like look at us now (laughs) no i mean like that's the grace of god like they ain't got nothing to do with your like lack of communication what yeah like I don't know if you believed that we would be in this position. I totally didn't. I it just, wasn't a faith. I just knew you were going to do what you had to do in order for us to be off. Right. 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 So you knew that I was going to end up like doing something. Exactly. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to say here to this young lady. I'm trying to say, hey, if you want to do things the Lord's way, like if you want to redeem this situation, then you're going to have to take some measures that are going to be uncomfortable for you and him. And uh, as a result, make things uncomfortable for him such that he will either act like move forward in a way that you want him to, or he will just show himself for like how much he values the relationship. I feel like I would like to say that the goal isn't to get this man to marry you. Yo, I'm not yo. Yeah, no. Well, um, I think that is her goal. I'm telling her that shouldn't be her goal. Oh, okay. Like, the goal shouldn't be that, well, I'm ready. He's not. How do I get him to be ready? Mm -hmm. The goal is, like, let's put you, let's reset you and put you in a position where Mm -hmm. you feel like you're in good standing with the Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. the way you're you're obedient Mm -hmm. instead of, because it's like either you're, like, praying to God for God to speak to him out of your obedience mm. or you're like you're you're praying to god to f- adjust your heart you know what i'm saying and i don't think your heart can be adjusted while you're sitting in this place you do not belong yeah you know so i think in order to like let, let, let okay the goal is to be in right standing with the lord right yeah so i'm not uh, and first of all like if you have like if you have had sex if you had like you know you, you know lost you know giving your virginity away however you want to say it uh I don't want you to beat yourself up about that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to like reproduce shame here or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like this is, um, you know, like the worst thing that you could have done. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sitting here saying that. I'm saying that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like you, this from your email, it seems like this is something that you, you're saying like, I don't feel bad because I feel like I, he was the one, but how do we get the ball rolling? She know? does say that she regrets breaking her promise okay, to God. So she does regret it. So if she so if you regret it, cool, no problem. Like 
I don't want you to like sit in like that guilt, mm -hmm. but I, I don't want you to sit in that place. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it reminds you of the guilt. It reminds you of like where, like, oh man, geez, like, uh, you know, my life would be so much better if I, uh, uh, but the, the, the truth is like, you hope to be in right standing with the Lord, not so much getting this man to marry you, you know, even though, you know, you know, this person may be the one that you believe is the one, you know what I mean? But it kind of takes two. And I don't feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I tell, you know, my, my, my friends who are women, like, if you have sex with him, he will not marry you. He doesn't. Why would he? He might eventually. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like, if the goal, I'm, and that's the really blanket stupid statement I just said, that if you heard that soundbite, it might, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but if you have sex with him. Yeah. Right. And. He knows he could get it without the commitment. What does he have to commit for? You know what I mean? Like, what's the, what does he have to, like, and, and the whole thing is like, yeah, I want to be more stable and make sure I'm cool so I'm not worried. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, mm -hmm. you're never going to get to a point where you're ready for anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can think you're ready, but you're not ready. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's difficult to, like, Make sure the timing is right. Yeah. You know, we say that. Oh, I got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get my life together before I have kids. Or I got to get ready. I get my life together. I'm going to settle down and get married. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to get my life right. I'm going to start going to church. But I got to get ready first. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's like, man, if you don't take your butt where you need to be, mm -hmm. if that's the woman you're supposed to be with, go ahead and marry her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like, who cares who's at the wedding? For sure. Because. Yeah, like they're they are our exact age when we got married. She's oh. twenty three and he's twenty five. That's how I was twenty three, and Glenn was twenty five when we got married. Yeah, and Glenn did not have it all together. <laughs> and Here we I, go. I'm just saying, like you no, no, didn't no. have it all together, and I agreed to marry you. And I think we've talked about this. I didn't have half of it together. You didn't. A third of you, it. I know. Enough. You're the one that said I'm just. I know, but when I start to go, you start to. He girl, he had no. He didn't even like the work. <laughs> he wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to all that in past episodes of How Married Are You. Make sure you're all caught up. But what I'm saying is, like, you didn't have it all together, and I don't think I expected you to have it all together because I didn't have it all together either. You I thought was, you had it all together though. I thought I was getting it all together. I mean, yeah. I was going into my first year of teaching. I was like, oh, I'm going to have this nice little paycheck. Yeah, you was killing the game. Yeah, but um, no. Yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like we're never going to have it all together. It's kind of like me right now, and this has nothing to do with marriage, but like we're about to start the school year for homeschool. And so I was looking at the standards for first grade, and they're not that like, you know, extravagant. But my background is as a math teacher. You know, so having to teach all these other subjects is just very uncomfortable for me. But that's not a reason for me not to, like, educate my children or, like, to follow through on this commitment that we've made that our children will be homeschooled. So I just feel like a lot of, like, for me, as, like, as a teacher who was a math teacher before, before the year started, I'd be like, okay, we got these units. We're going to do this, that, and the other. And I would feel a little bit of confidence walking into the year. And walking into this school year with both Theo and Raya Bo, and I'm going to try to do some stuff with Anaya, I'm not feeling like I got it all together. But I'm still walking into it with confidence that the Lord's going to meet me where I'm at. And he's going to meet us where we're at, like the kids and myself. Yeah. And so I feel like that's kind of what happened in our union as far as we didn't have it all together. 
But the Lord met us where we were at and we did what we could or we we it was our heart's desire to honor God in the decisions that we made in the ways that we walked forward. And I think that the same like if you want to do right by this relationship, Glenn is completely right. You need to follow through with your convictions about honoring the Lord and move out of that home and hope that your significant other would you know, respect your decision. Respect you know what I'm saying? And respect you. Yeah. I I don't think we're ever ready. I, I'm thinking like DJing wasn't ready. Rapping wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking wasn't ready. TED Talk wasn't ready. Like YouTube, two broken iPhones <laughs> and a GoPro. Mm-hmm. That's how I started this channel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what? Ready what? Ready where? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, who do you know that's kind of like, and then... I had $50,000 in my account and 20000 saved up for the wedding. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not a lot of people who can do that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think honor is uh, way more important than your comfort, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and his comfort, you know what I'm saying? So... If you have something you need to honor, you need to honor that. And if he can't honor you, and that's saying a lot, you mm-hmm. know, that's saying a lot. Let's move on to the next one. You want to do the next email? Yeah, let's try. Okay. Oh, so um, this next email. Okay. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. I love you guys so much. I can't believe I'm writing this because I never do anything like this, but I'm going through a difficult time and I have no one in my life I can feel like I can... I feel like I can turn to. Um, I'll try to keep this short. Me and my now ex-boyfriend have been together for two for about two and a half years now, but we've known each other for a total of about four and a half years. We met in high school. Now he's 21 and I'm 20. In school, I didn't really like him because he had a son and that's something I didn't feel comfortable getting myself into until one day we hung out and the rest is history. Since then, I've grown to love him and his son so much. We are both Christians who grew up in the church. Long story short, we've been going through, I'm sorry, long story short, we've been through so many struggles, but recently we took a sabbatical from each other starting in May to make sure we have a strong foundation in God for ourselves before we even think about us. This summer, we stopped talking for about two and a half months. We are head over heels for each other and we've been talking about marriage since the day we started talking. Our chemistry together is impeccable. Since being together, we've both grew, we've both grew up so much in Christ. We've made sure our love for God is stronger than our love for each other. The problem. When we started talking again, which was August, he told me that he prayed that his wife would text him on Father's Day before 6 p.m. He got a text at 5.59 p.m. from a girl who he doesn't really talk to, but goes to, ch- but goes to his church in another state. I didn't text him at all. This was during our break. Once he told me this, he prayed for God to give him another confirmation. And he said God was telling him to not ask for another because he already answered his prayer. I really just need your prayers. There has to be some reason God doesn't want us together, at least now, not right now. I'm still hanging on to a thin thread that maybe, just maybe, we could possibly still be together. My ex is in total distraught. My ex is totally distraught because... His heart is with me and he doesn't even know this girl, but we had to say goodbye 
to each other. Is it so wrong we still have hope? Is it wrong that I'll always have love for him? It just sucks because if this never happened, I would have had I would have had a ring on my finger and married next year. My ex only wants the best for me and says that God will write our love stories. I really needed to vent and tell someone, please keep in prayers. What should I do? I'm so heartbroken. Thank you guys so much. You are free to share any of this if necessary. She gave us the names, but I, I ain't saying no yeah. names. We ain't saying the names. Gotta protect the innocent. Yeah. How are we gonna get more people to let yeah. they be saying names on there, well, girl? She said my name is. We ain't saying well, it. And his name. We ain't is. saying it. Okay. But we got your back, <laughs> young sister. Um, babe, I'm a little. I'm gonna be honest. This is a little too uh, high emotional for me. So can you like, you you start, and I'll try to, <laughs> because I don't want to just you know what I'm saying like be me. Okay. So, um, a sabbatical, a sabbatical, <laughs> stop, I, I don't know, I don't know, I guess that's neither here nor there, the issue is, he asked for a sign from the Lord, and the person texted him at 559, she didn't text him at all, because they were on a sabbatical, which she was trying to honor, which, if I'm a single father, I'm gonna need all the... Happy Father's Day text ever. I'm going to need them texts. I don't know that he's a single father. I think he just has a son. Yeah, well, he's not with the wife. He's not with the woman. Yeah, but I. who knows if they share custody or not. Oh, yeah, but he's a, a dad without... Yeah, he's a single father. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just think of a single father as somebody who's taking care of the child. Yeah, maybe 100% yeah. of the time. Anyway, um... I don't even know where to, like, what to say. All right. Can I say something? Okay, wait. I don't know if I want you to respond so okay. high emotional. Okay, go ahead. But go ahead. I don't know, though. Like, he you. doesn't know the girl, it sounds like. Man, it seems like. I'm, like, a little confused because did his mom text him? Did his sister text him? But I guess it doesn't matter because they're family. Mm-hmm. Did his friend text him? You you know, I, re- I just want to say, like, at some point, I was very, like... Uh, legalistic. Not even legalistic. It's not so much that. It's like I was very um, fairy tale ish about the things of the Lord. Like, it had to be in my certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I dated somebody before you, like... We had like took a break and like we're like we're gonna fast and stay away from each other. And then she was like, Yo, I'm not fasting. Like we were like three days into the fast. She was like, I'm not gonna stop calling you, I don't got nobody else to talk to. <laughs> and I was like, All right. And it was like it was so weird, but it's like I think I think we overcomplicate things <laughs> because we want the we want God to tell us what he wants when he wants what we want. Like he wants to give us the desire of our heart as long as we're obedient and like do those things for his glory. So I think we can, I don't know. I feel like this is like a, a lot of overcomplication. I, I, that's just me though. You know what I'm saying? It seems like, how can we complicate this? I like you. You like me. How can we make this difficult? 
Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying even starting with the sabbatical. Yeah. Like, what's the issue? Like, just be with her. Like, what, what's the problem? Yeah. It has to be something more than that. Like, is there like an impurity situation and they're trying to like not stop having sex? Is there like a, yo, whenever we get together, like I notice that I get angry or like it I get sounds, possessive or jealous. So it, to me, it sounds like they are trying to really make sure that the relation that they have individually a foundation that's rooted in the lord rather than like becoming too infatuated with each other and maybe each other becoming their like a hindrance for that relationship that's beautiful <laughs> what to me that's what it sounds like they are trying that's that to me was the sabbatical was them trying to reestablish their foundation in the lord now I'm going to say that these two people are pretty young. 20 and 21 is what she said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so but he had I, to grow up fast now. Very true. We don't really know, though, because I know some like I knew some okay. high schoolers who had okay. kids that Me too. weren't growing up. <laughs> um, but so that's admirable in and of itself. But I do believe that there is an, an element of overcomplicating things here. But at the same time, like, I know people who have been like, I asked the Lord to do this, that, and the other. And then the Lord did this, that, and the other. And it was like, you know, a huge follow through of, or it was a huge sign for them that this is how the Lord is telling me to move. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going on here. I really don't. Yeah. I know. mean, I guess we definitely can like lift you up in prayer. For sure. But I, I do feel like, you know, if you love if you love somebody and that's who you want to be with, then you gotta fight for that person somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like it's it's hard to find mm -hmm. good people mm -hmm. and someone who you click together with mm -hmm. and all that, and who will accept, you know, the situation or whatever. And I think, you know, even when I was like in my period of time where I was kind of like, man, I just I need to, Lord, I'm I'm gonna go find my wife at Target. May she be at Target today, Lord Jesus. Just be walking around Target like, you know what I'm saying? That's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that, why would you put that type of stipulation? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what if the person ain't even got a phone? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would, like, you know what I mean? Like, her phone's dead or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's other people out there. Like, I don't, I understand why you would do that to yourself. <laughs> you have to know the person. They have to have your phone number. What? Oh, the wife. Yeah. Like, like why wife. would you do that? Like, yeah. So he was expecting his wife to be someone he already knew and who had his contact information. Look, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. But I'm expecting you to text me on because it's Father's Day. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm going to see if she's going to break the break. Because then he probably would have used that as, see, she's not taking this sabbatical seriously. Nah, I think he would have kept it. But I think it would have been like for him to be like, I'm going to put this wedge, this partition in between us and see if she can, like, see if she fights for me. Mm. It seems a little narcissistic mm. to me. Mm -hmm. Like, because you want it on your terms. Mm -hmm. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I ain't feeling it. <laughs> I think if you want to be with the dude, like, look, look, man, you got to understand that you are a treasure. Like, you are the catch. And if he doesn't want to be with you because of you ain't text him, then guess what? You need, you got a whole lot of opportunity out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was like, yo, 
cool. If this don't work out, I'm good. Because God got me. And God got you. <laughs> we are all going to be okay. Ain't nobody going to die. Your baby going to be fine. You're going to find somebody. And if that girl you don't know, cool. Wow, that was... You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go and risk it all for this person? You're going to risk all of this for that <laughs> random text? Peace out, dog. Very true. Like, you're the catch. Yeah. Know that about yourself. Yeah. You're the one that has the great chemistry. You're the one that's a good person. You're the one that, like, clicks with him. Mm-hmm. Don't settle for the best friend. Mm-hmm. Deuces. Because that's, that's, if that's his confirmation, then that's your confirmation. Mm. And he lost. Dang. Look at you, Mister High Emotional. You go on with no, your because like Stella. I wasn't trying to treat her like I would treat my sister. Yeah, like, that's that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? His loss. Mm-hmm. Keep it a buck. Tell that dude that you know, you know, man, like that sucks. You mm-hmm. know, I really thought this was it, but you know what? Just like Pat said today, like saying yes is is saying no to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when he says yes to that mm-hmm. random text he's saying no to you mm-hmm. and that's a you know what I'm saying that's his loss mm-hmm. that's not your loss and so you got to trust God in this situation you can't have faith that you're going to you know be with this man but God can't supply somebody else for you you know what I mean you just got to wait on your timing you know you have it in your head the thing is like the reason why we get so frustrated with life or in relationships or whatever because we have it in our head what it's supposed to look like you know when Yvette wakes up in the morning she has an expectation of like and maybe he'll get up. She'd be wrong most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Or like I have an expectation of like, you know, maybe she won't cook spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then sometimes we eat spaghetti. But I have an ex- that's my expectation. That's her expectation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just need to know. You gotta know what's happening and just accept well, you know what? We haven't chicken and rice and sweet potatoes and I was not expecting that. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and that's just what it is, you know. Uh, so yeah babe how married are you so married i didn't get the vasectomy (laughs) well couldn't say i didn't see that coming yeah i mean you know that's it we'll talk about on friday oh my gosh yeah and and i'm not and i and i'm upset about it i know yeah i'm upset and whatever go ahead how married are you (laughs) sorry I'm so married that I was attempting to like do laundry and fold laundry or whatever. And, you know, the way things happen around here is, you know, I have the clean laundry and I just, you know, put it, pour it out wherever. And then it starts to pile up all the clean laundry. But then I think Glenn loses track of what's clean clean and what's dirty. And then he kind of puts stuff just everywhere you know whatever so there was a pair of sweats in the clean laundry oh here we go that (laughs) i was like wait a minute i think i've seen him you know wear these or whatever but i'm not sure so (laughs) y'all i took the sweats and I like inhaled. Oh my gosh. So much, <laughs> so much ball sweat. Babe, I almost passed out. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Why would you do so that? I was so mad. Because I, 
I don't. I I knew there was a chance that they were dirty, but I didn't expect them to be oh, like gosh. super dirty because they looked good. They looked good. And that's how it gets you. That's and why then, I be wearing them. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, and immediately tossed them into the dirty. First of all, we don't have no AC. It's hot in here, <laughs> so it just always be heat. And I'm wearing I'm wearing sweatpants and, in the summer. And the worst part, I'm not even gonna. I wasn't gonna tell this part, but I'm just gonna tell it. Oh gosh. <laughs> I smelled like the crotch area. <laughs> Why would you do that? You could have smelled a leg and knew it was stinky. You smelled the crotch. You deserve every piece of poison you inhaled. I did it to myself. Yeah, whatever. I was so upset. And I'm not even upset. I'm not even sorry for you. You don't feel you. bad. It's okay. No. It's okay. I'm just saying that's how. And <laughs> that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.